All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, 
inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome. Welcome back, sweet potato spice. I flipped it instead of pumpkin spice. Yes, we yeah, and you know, because we sweet potato pie over here. We're over here, sweet potato. Y'all can keep that pumpkin. Yeah, sweet potato spice. Happy fall. The weather's getting colder, finally. It's getting darker earlier. I've had to whip out my heater, my tube socks, and my Christmas fleece pajamas. I'm like, she needs to be kept warm. Yeah. Same. Over here. I be turning my heater on. I'm like, mm, turn on the heater. Close no Gucci. So <laughs> I saw today people was like, don't get caught up. It's getting cold. Don't be sending no text messages. Don't be calling no niggas just because you're cold. Get a, get, get a, a heater. Get a heater and a weighted blanket. Yeah. <laughs> the so kitten caboodle. The not, the not fuck yourself kit. Yeah. Uh, the not don't get fucked kit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! So how's it going? How's your weekend? It's going weekend. good. Wow, we had a good weekend. Good. The weekend was great. I'm gonna say the weekend was great. <laughs> she had a good weekend. She did. Um, Friday. Did I do something on Friday? <sighs> did we go somewhere? I don't think so. No. 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 Oh. No. Nothing okay. on Friday. Friday was chill. Okay. Oh yeah, I had started watching Love Jones on Friday because that. That aired on their Netflix, but I didn't finish it. I fell asleep like a grandma. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, okay, Saturday, that's where the fun started. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, we had our little business meeting. Yeah. At Sip and Sonder. Love it there. Um. Then we went to Lowell, Lowell Cafe. Lowell's Cafe. Which is the first cannabis cafe in the United States. Yes. Basically, you pull up there. You, you eat, eat. You, you smoke, smoke. You have a great time. Yes. And you roll out. Yeah, it was a great experience. It was a good experience. The weed was potent. The food was good. Everything was great. Good music. The music the was music great. The music was awesome. Music was, was great. It was a good vibe in there. Good Cute vibe. little place. We lucked up because we didn't have reservations, which are highly recommended, but we were able to pull up and get seated fairly quickly. Um, mm-hmm. God was on our side. Because like he always is. Normally, the, the wait is like 30 minutes to an hour and a half. So we got the 30 minute end. Even probably less than that, because I went to the restroom, came back where you already seated. Yeah. So it was pretty fast, but yeah, that was a fun experience. That was really fun. Um, then Sunday. Wow. Now here's the kicker. <laughs> Here is the kicker, y'all. We went to church on Sunday, pulled up at our regular church, our church home, and it was packed. It was packed. We tried to like park, and we're like, okay, something's hitting. Something's different. happening in the house of the Lord. Cause it's normally not like this packed. It's not to the brim. We get in there, we're seated. Our praise and worship team is tearing the house down. Down. You can tell they were. You can tell when people are showing up and showing out. I'm yeah. like, the praise and worship team is good. Yeah, but, but today it was is good. Good. Yeah, today it's good. Good. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, are we getting an award? What's going on? Yeah, is the city in here recording? What the fuck going on? Yeah. 
And then and then it happened. So and then it happened. We're sitting in our in our respective seats. You know, we yeah. already be turned up for the praise and worship. That's nothing. Yeah. Good. Period. We I do. love that. I don't like to be late because I don't like to miss any of the selections. Lady Myra was cutting up. She said he always keeps his word. <laughs> <laughs> I said okay. She's ad libbing. I'm like she's like. <laughs> Anytime she wears that pink pump, I'm like, oh, baby came to show up. Yeah, something's happening. Something's happening when the pink pump is on. So the hot pink pump. You know, I look up to the stage. Yeah, you did. No, they brought out the organ. The organist. The organ, and we're like, hmm, we don't usually have an organist. We don't usually at have that. And usually, you know, the musicians who start are the musicians who finish. So yeah. I'm like, why is there being a swap out of musicians? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we have some state of the art musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I see the T. Yeah, you did. I see it the the T that says trust God, the Kanye West merch. I said, It's Sunday service. No, at first you were like, He has on the Kanye we West. Work. It's I gonna said, be Sunday service. I said, so. Then I see all the people getting up. I'm like, Oh yeah, Brittany is Sunday service. People here they are. People started coming from their seats down to the stage. Yeah, we're like, Oh, what the fuck going on? Like, you know, it was kind of cinematic, wouldn't you agree? It was. It was a little cinematic, so you know, we like mind what's your going sidebar. On. Our church home, our church didn't know that this was happening. No one knew that they Nobody were showing knew. up. It was a surprise. It so was it was kind of cool. It was unannounced. Because the church, the actual church members got to enjoy it without there being an influx of like external people who might have just would have shown up for Sunday service had right. they just known Kanye is going to be in the LBC. <laughs> yeah. Once they got up and, and started flooding down to the bottom doing they the started, huddle thing that they do. Right. They started forming their huddle. Germany shaking. I'm like, I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a treat <laughs> i'm looking around trying to figure out what's going on and i'm like okay is kanye sending his his um choir his, yeah his disciples around to you know <laughs> the local churches because i'm like i don't think kanye here Mm-mm. and i at first i thought it was just the choir too because the choir director said we just want to sing a couple songs for y'all we some people who love god just like y'all i'm like okay we That's all exactly love the lord what he said yes i'm like okay we all here together fine let's go and the then, funny thing is just last week on last week's episode I was saying how I would love to go to Sunday service. We mm-hmm. were talking about the Jesus yeah. is King album and I was like, I need to be at a Sunday service because it looked like it was jumping. Yeah. And there, then Sunday service showed up at our Sunday service. Sunday service came to me. Yeah. that How beautiful. So then I look up, Kanye and North are on the stage. <laughs> I'm like, look at North singing all the words. North is a beauty. She's she a cute is. little girl. She, really she was is. singing all those words. She was like, hallelujah. I'm like, okay, North. <laughs> <laughs> North had all those words down. She pat. did, but no joke. All jokes aside, that choir is something talented. Talented group of people. That the choir, choir director. The okay? choir director. Okay. The choir director. Come to come to find out, he was a former choir director of West Angeles. Oh, okay, okay. So he's deeply rooted. He is. He knows what the fuck going on. But um. Yeah, it, it was a great experience. It was so nice. A great unexpected experience. A I can say that I was definitely moved. The yes. choir definitely is gifted. It didn't seem disingenuous. It seemed like the real like people feel, who like were the singing. Holy Spirit was present. Yeah. And I think that if you have the opportunity to go to Sunday service, that you should definitely go. You know what I was thinking today after I, after I decided to actually this morning replay the Jesus is King. Uh-huh. Um, I think what I was confusing, I was confusing Kanye with the Sunday service because the Sunday service is the choir. 
I think that's what people don't understand. So when they got the Kanye album, the Jesus is King, they were expecting the Sunday service experience because he had the first song, the has intro the song Sunday service choir has the on choir it. on it. So I think if you just take the body of work for like it's Kanye, not Sunday service, and you're not going to be looking for that whole, ah, you know, that cinematic the energy, move, the moving, the moving experience. Yeah, you're not going to be expecting that. And you can accept it as like, oh, it's a Kanye album versus I'm looking for Sunday service vibes. Look, we were looking for God's property vibes. We were looking. Yes. For the God's Stone? property. We were looking. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Kanye's doing a thing. He's moving the kingdom for advancing the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. It was and I'm a sure. I'm sure 20 years ago, they looked at Kirk Franklin and said, it's too much. You think so? Yes. People were shunning Kirk Franklin. Stump having that whole And he, did that, he does that crush on you rendition. And the melodies. From okay, but that was keeping it fairly, you know, in alignment with the traditional principles. Okay, but Stump Once you start doing wasn't. the sampling and the, yeah, and you the know, fusing. coming from the... The fusing. Well, Stomp was The secular wasn't. life into the transition, but... Stomp was Well, people weren't saying anything about Snoop Dogg when he did his gospel album. I don't think they took it seriously. I think the seriously. problem with Kanye is his other views, the opposing views yes. that make people be like, now shut the fuck up. Yeah, this is shut true. Shut the fuck up. This is true. If you would have just came out with your gospel transition... Then we would have probably been able to accept... Be more receptive, but it's because of the other things that he says when people are like the complete write-off. Yeah. But... um, You're either all out or you're all in kind of hard to be both well it's not hard if you think about being christ-like yeah <laughs> told me you didn't christ like told me and my daddy i said ah! <laughs> so yeah that was that was a good sunday it um, was we had some great lunch great dessert it was a day i said wow lord what a good day you blessed us i had, you such, smiled a good day. Down I had your such a good day my dramatic ass was gonna say i'm at a good point in my life right <laughs> i'm at a good space in my life if you guys know I was being, I had been dragged, although I have been starting to rise. Yeah. But I a was phoenix. like, yeah, the phoenix. From my, the I feel ashes. my wings flapping. <laughs> my wings have been, I've dusted the ashes off my wings and they're starting to get a little bit of mobility. Yeah. Yeah. A little air under them. A little. And I was like, you know what? I'm at a good point yeah. in my life. <laughs> when I laid down, I started to play my small violin. Like, damn, I got to go to work tomorrow. And then I said, no. You had a great day today. You can go into work Period. tomorrow because you can go to sleep knowing today was a good day. Cue the ice cube. cube. Okay. It was a great day. Yes. Got up, seen Sunday service for free. Oh my Lord. Yeah. In my house. In your house. In my house of the Lord. Unexpected. Unexpected. That was a blessing. Still, She's know, still on cloud nine. Today when I was listening to um my high vibrational Abraham Hicks. Yes. Back to re-implementing that in the morning. Yes. Brought that back around. Um, you know, she drops gems and jewels all throughout yeah, yeah. about standing in the vortex, manifesting mm -hmm. and attracting and basically living in the flow. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a clear indicator of living in the flow. Yeah. Things that I want come to me. Yeah. I didn't even have to go out and buy a ticket. No. I said I wanted to go. I said I wanted to experience it. And what happened? It showed up at my front door. Yeah. At your church door. At and the I'm Lord's like, door. Lord, I'm expecting that in other ways. Yeah. Bring yeah. it to my front door. Yeah. And I will answer it yes. if I have to, if I need to, if it's worth answering. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Good Sunday. Good weekend. Great weekend. I'm hoping to do it again <laughs> this weekend. I need some more, more to show up. Yeah. I'm going to be out of town this weekend. And I um, won't be. Yeah. But I'm sure you'll have a good weekend still. Well, I work. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do something. I'm probably going to. you're employed. And that's the beauty of this thing. Period. And I'll probably get involved with these niggas. Do something. Okay, go I don't ahead know. and get involved. I'm just kidding. Psych. Um, 
<laughs> so anyway, um, new week, new do. tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. What's good? Okay, so um, this week in tea, YG. 400. What's good? You know, this nigga could die <laughs> yg was not somewhere, literally die but y'all know yg was somewhere um i want to say leaving a hollywood club or something along those lines mm-hmm. and somebody caught him kissing on a woman yes and of course they made it to the shade room in the mouth he kissing her in the mouth he kissing her in the mouth in the mouth in the mouth dead that's like going- Any, i get it <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah he was kissing some mystery woman um it made it to the shade room we already said a couple weeks ago that, you know, him and K- Kaylani were a thing that was becoming everybody's couple's goals. Not mine. Definitely not mine. But the internet had went up in flames like, oh, yeah, Kaylani. Yeah, Kaylani and YG, so cute, perfect for each other. And this was five years in the making and all that other shit. Well, <laughs> you know what, YG? He posts on his story that after, you know, he got busted out. He posts on his story. I love Kaylani. I would never. Bro, we saw the did. footages. It happened. We saw the footages. It, yeah. Don't say you would never when you did. Yeah, it happened. Don't say you would never when you did. Yeah. You were kissing that woman. It doesn't matter if he said he was drunk. And that's like, you can't handle your liquor. You too old. You a grown ass man telling me that because you were drunk, you decide to kiss someone publicly humiliate me. Yeah, the public humiliation would have me done. Done, YG. Goodbye, Keenan. You don't need to be drinking. You don't need to be drinking because that's unacceptable. I don't care if you were drunk. Don't have me out here looking stupid. So then Baylani. Sick nigga. Now we got to put his lyrics on him. Sick Sick nigga, nigga, bitch nigga, nigga, hoe nigga, cheating nigga. (laughs) Kissing nigga, drunk nigga. Ugh. Get the fuck, fuck out nigga. my face, nigga. Yeah, so now Kaylani done went and archived so all her she pictures. she went and archived all the photos, I guess, until further notice. And, you know, he has to work his way out of the doghouse if she allows him. I don't know what route she's taking. I don't know if she's taking the one and we're done or if she's taking to give him another chance. What would you do? One and done. It's too fresh <laughs> for me to be giving you more chances. Are you kidding me? I agree. The one and done. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with Cap. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, uh. It's too fresh. We're in our blissful state. Yeah, honeymoon. Like new you already, romance. you already are getting drunk and kissing on other women. When you have new fresh puss here, I'm new and fresh. You want new and fresher, fresh as I'm is. Yeah, like how can I trust you? Like damn, you're a touring artist. Now that you're on uh, the scene, she has to know. And I can't trust you. He trust don't, he don't been, look like he's done his work. Trust has been. No, he did. He doesn't look like he did. He's done his work. That's well, why when I he was be on the breakfast him. club, he was saying, and this is not to shame. Yeah, he don't know about but therapy. He was, and, he was just not even not just knowing about therapy. You can tell that he was just not completely tapped in. And I know everybody reaches their point at a different time. Yeah, He didn't know about anxiety but, and all of that. I don't know. All I know is that was wrong. And she it was d- wrong. He, yeah, sicky. Anyway, Sickyana, <laughs> Summer Walker. That's oh, another person we've been talking Summer. about. She's going through it right now. So, did you see her Tiny Desk concert? I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched a little bit. Okay, so she's gifted, talented. NPR did a Tiny Desk festival. Like, don't tell me it was in LA. 
No, no. Like, you can't pull up and wreck. Hold up. No. Oh, they did it at their offices? They did, like, multiple tiny desks, like, back-to-back. So, oh. um, Megan Thee Stallion was on. Wale was on. It was, like, a, a week of shows, like, different shows. That's why I keep my little cat in their mouth. Hey. <laughs> that's what Megan said. So, anyway, Summer Walker, um, she... Okay, that's what I was saying. So, the tiny desk, she did the tiny desk, and people were dragging her, like, because she seemed disengaged, pretty much. Like, she was just singing the songs and, like, looking down a lot. And they were like, why the fuck are you even there? If you don't want to be there, you didn't have to be there. Nobody held a gun up to your head. And I think that's just her vibe. She was like, I have social anxiety. Like, yeah. I'm excited about being here. I'm grateful. I'm honored that you guys extended the invite. But I fucking have social anxiety. Like, if I, basically, if she didn't have to perform, she, she wouldn't. wouldn't. Yeah. So... People were dragging her. And she's been catching a lot of slack about other things, about not showering. Well, she had that little, she put a little little tub together and she was like, this is my bath bowl. <laughs> like basically saying she does a little whole bath, you know, when, because she doesn't like to shower, she prefers to bathe. Okay. So I guess, you know, her preference, if she doesn't have a bath, she'll do the whole bath every now and again. And she had all of her little toiletries. And then she was, had London on a track with a, look like a Noxzema face mask on. Oh, twisting his hair. Scratching his scalp is what it looked like. But okay. people were dragging her like, what are you doing? Because she said, I love to tend to my man, like keeping him cozy and comfy vibes. And they said, what is she doing? They were like, what the fuck is she doing? Oh, my God. They give me ratchet. I can smell the ghetto through the phone. It was like some sick shit. They're so, like, I can smell the ghetto through this post. Damn. So all that is probably what led her to make a post on her Instagram. And she was like, you guys don't deserve me. Yeah. I knew she was like, I knew I wasn't cut out for this when I started. Like, yeah. basically, I'm a different type of bitch. Yeah. She basically is too real. Too yeah. Real. She was like, y'all can have this. You can. I, I, I don't want all this. I don't want to go on tours. She said she'll wrap do, up this little it's over tour and then no more. I'm like, she was like, I'm just giving y'all the music. Don't ask for interviews. Yeah, fuck the interviews. People, um, some of the celebs were rallying behind her in the comments, giving her encouragement. I saw Keisha Cole, my sis from the town. She was like, I totally feel you, but keep going. Don't yeah. let anybody stop. Keisha you. Cole was one, you know, raw. The the fact that she had Frankie and Nephi on that show. Remember cutting up, showing her mom and her sister? Oh, how could I forget? My God. My the, God. They, they really showed their asses on national television. Wow. I would be that like, That was no. the beginning. Like, they were the- Why would you the, do that? They were one of the- um, The snowfall. The crack <laughs> addict. Nephi. Germany. Now that's- no, 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 no. No, why would you have you your mother on snowfall. TV? No. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. Why would you have your mother on TV knowing she's dealt with addiction and all? It's just too much. It's too I much. I think she was, the thing with Frankie is she was going in and out. So when she was on the show, she was clean. But she, but she still said, still had the residual effects. I mean. You know what? I, we ain't even got to go yeah, there. no. Because crack and shit hit different. Yeah, it does. So anyway. Yeah. Prayers for Summer Walker. I can only imagine because. Lifting her up. People drag you. I can't imagine people just deciding they could come up under my page and say whatever the fuck they want. I would be like, wait a minute. This is my page. Yeah. This is my platform. Who do you think you are? That's and like somebody walking into your house and just deciding to start cursing you out. I know. Then you'd be fighting with everybody. It sucks. 
But I'm going to tell you one thing, everybody under the sound of my voice, don't you try it here. <laughs> don't you try it here. Yeah, if you ever feel like you want to do it, just, just leave. Just leave. Delete, leave your, delete, delete me. Delete yourself. Delete us. Delete just us. go in peace. Because you don't want that action. That ain't right. And we ain't going there. We want to keep it sisterly. That's it. So what's up? What else is um, good? There's a petition going around for our brother, a brother, a brother, Rodney Reed. Who he is, can be our brother. Who is set to be, um, I was about to say terminated, <laughs> to be executed. Yeah, lethal injection. On November 20th, I think it November is. November 20th is the scheduled date. Basically, he's been maintaining his innocence for 20 years for a crime that he said he didn't commit. There's people that have, there's evidence that has been presented that will, that can exonerate, exonerate him. him. Yeah. And the, the people aren't moving. So Kim K is on this case um he's coming home you think she's gonna make it happen i think along so. with all the other people who there's hella pe people like me and you signing a petition, signing a petition. within 24 hours they, they had got over 500 no half a million half a million okay. signatures in over 24 hours so i mean we'll tweet the link for strides. you all to sign the petition if you haven't already because this is not right if someone has been maintaining their innocence for 20 years yeah he's like i'm if you're gonna take me take me but i'm not admitting to do a crime that i didn't commit period and that's on period and that's on period yeah this so, yeah. ass criminal justice system is just sign the petition y'all it'll be on our twitter um what else i think that's, that's it. it no yeah i think that's enough okay we so got other things to talk we about. got a lot to talk about we do okay so um what we need you all to do yeah Cause you you got you girls. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Okay, we with Mercury is in retrograde, and we have had some issues with our episodes playing. We will. Admit We're really that. hoping that the issue is fixed. Mm hmm. And it ain't no smoke. Cause um, we were racking our brains last week, really trying to figure it out. Stressed out, worried, concerned. Yes. All that. So. Um, but. We're going to have to try to give you a little slight pass because all of that shit was going on. But this week, there'll be no passes. Okay, <laughs> there will be no passes. None. Because we need you all to make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the show. If it brings value to you, if you've learned anything, if you enjoy listening on your commute to work, just take a few moments and do us a solid. Because this is our energy exchange. So we come here every week. We try to give you information and tools for your toolkit. And we just need you to give us the same energy back by sending us some sweet words. So last week we were at 877 reviews. And this week we're only at 883 girls. Six mamitas. Six mamitas showed up to work. The fuck going on? We have a goal of 1,000. Now how can we keep this running with six of y'all? Yeah, yeah. Tell, Tell us how. Tell us how. You know we need more people. Yeah. Y'all know we have a goal. So the and goal we're leaning is, in and leaning on the Lilo. The sisters. Yeah. Which are y'all. So we need 117 more ratings and reviews before the end of the year to make our 1,000 rating and review goal. That equates to 15 reviews a week. And we have more mommies who are doing the double up, triple up. I've been seeing, I've been noticing Tay Raquel. Yeah, I was going to say. She's been a I new, was going to give her a shot out. She's been, she's um not competing, but she's rolling with homegirl Brenda. Yes, her and There's Brenda There's no competition. Are, no, no, no. Her and Brenda are one We're in the same. Arms. Yeah, Tay Raquel. 
We see you. We see don't you. Don't think we don't see you because we see you. Yeah. Y'all who leave multiple ratings and reviews, put your name in the subject or something. <laughs> Homegirl Keisha. Homegirl Renee. Homegirl Tiffany. So that we know that I've been here and I'm coming back, back for more. Back to back. Just make yes. sure you do that. So to show our appreciation, Brittany's going to read a rating and review or a review from this week. Yes, I am. So That's good. Let's set it off in this motherfucker. Set it off. Okay, let me find it. Sorry. Okay. She's moving slow. Take your time. Okay. This one comes from P. Franco. She says, homegirl vibes all day. Mm. Y'all, my best friend put me on this podcast. Months of, girl, you need to listen. Or she talk about an episode she had enjoyed. And I'm like, girl, yeah, girl, I'll listen. I wasn't into podcasts for a hot men. So let me tell you, when I finally put you girls on, I couldn't stop. You have blessed me with your insight, support, and motivation about being the best woman I can be in this phase of my life, but also wanting to continue to be the best woman, period. I recently got out of a long-lasting depression and cycle of just surviving life and not really knowing who I am and what my purpose is. I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be aware and find bits of myself episode by episode, not only for myself, but for my daughter. Mm. Forever grateful, mommies. Keep, in, keep touching the world around you and empowering your homegirls. Thank you, PP. That was so P. sweet. Franco. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And so, we're, we're thankful that um, you've been touched. Yeah, and that you're a part of our community. In that way. That we are a part of you and you are a part of it, us. So another way to support this podcast is by joining us over on Patreon. Patreon is a monetary journey that we are on right now. We have so many of you who are signing up every day, editing your pledges, and we are just grateful. So if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a platform that creatives are using to garner support from their community in efforts to continue to give you more content, exclusive content of shit that you already love. It's the way that we are going to go on tour. It's the way that we pay for production cost is the way that we do basically everything for this show because yeah. it's not free to run so we are so grateful and we appreciate it and to show our appreciation we want to shout out our patrons so our new patrons andy what's up girl what it do andy deidra dd hey dd olivia has edited her pledge she is now a soul sister I think she's a, whatever you are thanks for thank editing. you probably <laughs> because really the goodies are the goody goodies or at the, the soul home, sister the level. The soul sister level, yeah. Yeah. We also had Janae who edited her pledge. Hey, girl, welcome. Hey. Dawn edited Dawn, her I remember pledge. Dawn. Dawn has I remember edited. Dawn. I remember talking yes. about her name, Dawn. Um, we also have Kelsey. Kels. It might be Sorrel. 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 Hey, girl. Hey, Sorrel. It looks like Ariel, though. So maybe Sorrel. Sorrel. That's pretty. Okay. And Jonette. 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 John A. Hey, John A. Yeah, welcome yes, to the tribe, welcome y'all. y'all to our patron tribe. Um, We got some real exciting things cooking up over there. Yeah, two things will be up this week. Two things. We'll have a playlist that's available. The November playlist will the be November up. The November playlist. We and just then, uploaded our um audio and visual affirmations for November. Helping we to have, equip us for the Mercury fucking retrograde that's happening right now. And we have a special little funny video. That's oh, we have a video coming, coming up. Yeah, mm. so that'll be up. Should we... Uh, should we ask the homegirls um, questions pertaining to the video? Sure. Okay, so we'll give you guys an opportunity to um, ask us some questions that we'll answer in the video. But if you want to see your questions answered, then you got to be a patron. Yeah. So, that I mean, you know. And so pay attention to our Instagram because we'll ask questions. Yeah, over there. Send us some stuff over there. Also, sidebar, we're going to be going live possibly. Wednesday. Bringing that back, 
possibly on Maybe Wednesday. Maybe Wednesday, but definitely soon. We are going to be implementing our weekly lives again. So yeah, we want to see y'all, or we're not going to be able to see y'all, but y'all will be able to see us. Yeah, so join us over there. Okay, now. All right. Ooh, that was a lot. My God. What are we really here for? What are last we like? week. La oh, God damn. Okay, so last week's So last episode. week was a good episode. We talked about struggle love. Yeah, so the title of that Home was You girls Deserve were feeling it, listening Better. To it two and three times. Avoiding struggle of. <laughs> so the affirmation was, I am deserving of a relationship that honors the person I am right now. I am capable of differentiating between a healthy love and a struggle romance. So in last week's episode, we discussed the concept of struggle love. Um, struggle love is basically the idea that a person has to endure pain, struggle, and turmoil for the love to be real, worthy, and deserving. So we chatted about the way the struggle love narrative has been packaged and sold to women of color to be acceptable and normalized. And we offered a few um, questions you can ask yourself in basically efforts to identify if you're dealing with a struggle of situation. Yeah. And the girls were feeling it. Yeah. So, um, again, if you had issues listening to it when it first dropped, go back, try to listen to it again. It's also now up on Spotify. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this week, wow. mm. after all of that, here we are this week, we are going to be talking about self-work, self-work. Yeah. Doing the work. This is a principle that needs to be implemented. So. And self-awareness. Definitely self-awareness. Self so we're talking about non-reactivity or non-reactive behavior. Yeah. So we are very reactive in general, a reactive society. Mm -hmm. It's just how we're wired. Yeah. We react. We are. And reactive people are often... You can tell that you're reactive if you're often affected by your environment. So, for instance, just we, just like we were like, we had a great day. We had a great Sunday. Like, basically, we were saying all the good things that happened. It wasn't just like we had a great day because we were alive and we were breathing. Yeah. Like, we had a good day because Sunday service pulled up at the church. We had a great meal. We, you know, the great weather dessert. was nice. So, that is an indicator that we're reactive. Yeah, because otherwise it would have just been a good day just because, you know, every day would be a good day. Yeah, so, um, like, if the weather is good, we feel good. Yeah. If it isn't, I'm not feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling Somebody shitty. Somebody call me and drag me, there goes my day. Yeah. I'm dragged. When you're proactive, it's the complete opposite. It's, okay, I feel good because I just do. I am. Yeah, because I want to feel good. Yes. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm making it happen by me, by myself. Instead of just reacting to happening to the, yeah, the external. So basically non reactivity or non reactive behavior is not being controlled by your surroundings and not being too quick to judge any given circumstance. So you're a little slow to react, much slower to react. I know that I'm pretty, I'm a reactive ass bitch. <laughs> She's reactive. What it about you? I'm, yeah, I'm reactive. Okay. Because if something, like even a, it depends, honestly. I was going to say even a small um, alteration in my environment will, will affect my mood, but that's not always the case. It's in certain areas where my mood will be affected. Mm -hmm. um, like some people are more reactive when it comes to like traffic. Mm. I don't really get that moved by traffic, but there's other things that will drag me like people. Yeah. And it does it doesn't it's not like outside people, but like people that I'm close to. 
or people that I have like a relationship with, if they um, do something to alter my mood, like piss me off, or maybe even if they're sad and it rubs off on me, I'm reactive in that sense. Versus um, like outside people. I don't really get too affected by outside people, but that still doesn't make me non-reactive because mm -hmm. people still, I still You're still affected. The, yeah, I still can be. Speaking of traffic, that definitely. Shaking and stirred. Traffic fucks me up, which is why I try to stay out of it. Because I'm like, the fucking traffic. I get sad. I'm like, this is <laughs> sick. I don't want to be here. I don't like this. Um, I think I'm definitely a reactive kind of gal. Like, work could piss me off. And I'm like, this is this is this why I don't this why I don't need to be at this job. Yeah. You know, we start turning it into something else. It starts turning into a thing. And then the way that um reacting really gets you is when you don't let it just be something that happens and let it pass. Oh, yeah. making You're not just a witness to it. You become the subject. It turns into your whole day like I had a bad day now. Yeah. Like you done call me with some bullshit and now my whole day fucked up. Instead of turning it around or not even letting that shake you so much and choosing how you want your day to go. Yeah. Well, you did choose when you said I'm having a bad day. And but then choosing, we end up. Go ahead. Choosing an alternative. Yeah, and then we end up regretting. We react, and then we regret. Oh, my God. We regret the shit that we did. You know, like, you somebody sends you a message, you immediately respond. Yeah. Like, some niggas pissing you off, you immediately go in, and you send in a whole long text. <laughs> you get pissed off, you immediately go in, block them on Instagram, unfollow yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, before even processing it, like, or your mom, you some, your siblings might say something, you pop off on them, somebody says something at work, you come at them, like, you know what, hold on, Chelsea. You're not going to. Then you turn into a whole nother person. Or back to the traffic. People that have extreme road rage. You're so mad about what's happening on the road. You decide to shoot somebody. Yeah. And kill them because you're so reactive to where you didn't take the time to just calm down. Process like, is it even this serious? Because it wasn't. Especially yeah, not to take a not. life. It's not. It's just crazy how reactive we are. Yes. Even on social media. We spend a lot of time on social media and because social media overstimulates us a mm. lot of the time, mm -hmm. we're reacting to pe things people are posting. We're reacting to stories we're watching. Yeah. Just having so many opinions and feelings. This is true. About shit that really don't have anything to do with us. But because that's just in our nature. Yeah. Because we're taking it in. We're reacting. Yeah. Like, why am I reacting to these motherfuckers I don't know, that don't know me? Or even if I do know them, things that don't even really matter, but because I'm so engaged in this act of social media consumption, mm -hmm. I'm reacting. Yeah. And I think that is, is good to- Especially to celebrity tea. Yeah. And I, yeah, because see, I'm we like, fuck YG. We just reacted to that. Fuck him. Fuck him. We're works in progress. That. Yeah, we are. I mean, we're not exempt. But even, I think it's just good to point out that- being um, less reactive doesn't make you like stoic or un un emotionally unavailable because that's not really the goal is to be more centered, more emotionally stable so that shit doesn't affect you so like much where you losing your shit over nothing. Yeah, it's like um, emotional intelligence, heightened, yes. a heightened sense of emotional intelligence. Yes. Because we all know like... Um, I guess how to like, if you have, if you're emotionally intelligent, you know how to process emotions and I guess deal with emotions, mm -hmm. but 
heightening that to non-reactivity would be you understand your emotions? I feel like I feel like it would be a quick probably getting a grasp on it quicker. I think it's actually putting application to your emotional intelligence. Yeah. Because your emotional intelligence says I'm aware of how I feel. Your non-reactivity says I'm aware of how I feel in this moment and I can choose to basically um communicate my emotions in said way. You know, it's like praxis. Like a, some shit in action. Yeah. Yeah. A good example um that was given about non-reactivity to like give a visual mm -hmm. is like um, put some context to it yeah is like the example of a fly so a lot of us if a fly even the fruit fly anything you're sitting you're reading a book and a fly comes buzzing around you we're um quick to like swat it away like get the fuck away from me fly over oh by me get the right. fuck away from me right that's reactive um and so there's a spectrum uh, like four stages of non-reactivity so the first stage is like Obviously, noticing the fly, being distracted from your reading, and swatting it away, trying to get the fly away. The second stage is noticing the fly, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe acknowledging it. it, like brushing it off, but then going back to your reading. Okay. So you're not just standing there the whole time until the fly goes away, swatting it. It's like, okay, get away, but I can go back to what I was doing. Yeah. The third stage is seeing the fly like noticing the fly is there but not doing anything not swatting it and continuing your the reading. fourth one is becoming one with the fly <laughs> the fourth one the fourth one is what fly oh hell like i'm just focused on my reading the yeah. fly's here i'm here and i'm reading i'm like oh that's a true buddhist right there yeah i would be i'm probably that's like, a true buddhist i know i'm number one i'm the one i'm like what fly, move fly shoe fly don't bother me yeah 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 but back away yeah back away and get the fuck away. Ugh, flies are so annoying they are They're especially annoying. the fruit ones but you are our, our non-reactivity or our our level of reactivity 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 um stems from all of our experiences right it's like this culmination of childhood experiences maybe childhood trauma things that you've experienced and brought along the way it could be all this shit has molded the way that you're going to respond to life so personally my mom is hella reactive she is whew, reactive i have a story for you all <laughs> my mom is too she's and I feel like that's why I'm not as reactive because I see her react and I'm like, sis, no, now, I feel like that probably, wasn't that was it's not necessary to be that reactive. I'm probably as reactive because of my mom. Okay, I'd be like, get in the bitch. Because that's how my mom be. What's your story? Uh, I remember one time. Well, there's a couple of times. I'll tell you guys one. One time somebody parked their car so close to my mom's car. We had went into the store and came back out and we could barely get in the car. Mm -hmm. They had a pickup truck. My mom had a cup of coffee. She was so pissed. She threw the coffee all over their car and into their hatchback. And she was like, I really want to fuck this car. My mom is super crazy. Oh, shit. And I was just like, yeah. Like, you, you know. You were gassing it up? Not gassing it up, but I was witnessing it. So then that, that shows me that this is okay behavior. Yeah. To be res to respond like this. You know what I mean? There's multiple like situations. My mom's my mom ooh, she probably ain't gonna want me to tell y'all this. But remember I told you she fought that lady in her apartment building. When that lady was talking that shit, yeah. a little younger girl. Yeah. And my mom was like, I will beat your ass. And the girl walked up and my mom decked her. And yeah. she thought about it. She was so regretful later. She was like, you know, I really shouldn't do that. And that's because. what happens. We react and then we regret because it's not, it's like 
you don't go through the thought process no. of should I do this? No. What are the consequences of my actions? Like the Especially potential us. consequences. And don't y'all don't drag my mom saying she ghetto because that's <laughs> old. That's old news. But you know what else it is? A lot of times we be trying to defend ourselves. We feel like this is my respect on the line. This is my is our ego. Yeah, that's because we're hardwired to be in survival mode. That's another reason yep. why we're so reactive because um, if you know anything about survival mode, like the fight or flight, yes, the fight or flight, we gravitate to the things we like. And then when there's a threat, it's like, oh, response. No. that's why we can't help but to have these emotional responses when we're triggered. Yeah. Triggered. Because it's like, nigga, this is how this is innate. Yeah. This is innate. But that doesn't mean that you can't do the work, the inner work to solve these problems or like you know be less reactive because that's what we need to do and my mom is growing too because she's the one who told me about the witness witness and subject thing about being the witness and being a subject yeah growth well explain what that is because everybody doesn't know what that is so essentially when you're involved in a situation you don't have to react you can merely witness it happening and don't have to make it about you you don't have to make yourself the subject which is a way that you can see it or acknowledge that it's happening even if you it is happening to you i can acknowledge it i'm just a witness to my experience and move on versus like say somebody cut me off mm -hmm. right making myself the subject would say you cut me off bitch i'm on my way to work and now i'm gonna be late because da -da -da -da, versus being the witness says okay you cut me off perhaps you you have somewhere where you really want to be yeah go ahead and go it's not that deep right you know it's just switching the perspective that's my, that my, my mom my mom i remember when my mom has she she don't need to be on the roads because she's very impatient on the road mm -hmm. she's just impatient in general to the point where i'm like I don't want to go anywhere with you where there's going to be a wait or like people because I, I'm patient. I can wait and not say anything and just be, you know, there waiting. Yeah. She'll make it so uncomfortable to where I'm like, now I'm anxious and nervous because you all love tight and reacting. So I remember one time she said that um she had um she was on the road and I don't know if somebody cut her off or somebody was honking or something. And she was like, pull over, bitch. Pull. <laughs> there it is. That's how it happens. When she say bitch, she was like, pull over, bitch. So my mom pulled <laughs> over. She pulled over and was out of her car, like, yeah, get the fuck out, get the fuck over here. Basically, like, ready to beat whoever's ass over whatever happened in traffic. And I'm like, you could have been killed. Yeah. Period. You could have. I know you're regging down, you know, but my God, we can't, we can't, we can't be provoking those type of situations because. People are crazy out here. They are. And they will take you out. One swipe. You're out. You're, you're out. out. Yeah. And you're out. It'll um, be just like that. But some but we can't always depend on other people to have it under control. You have to be in control of your emotions mm -hmm. and your responses because we can't control other people. But if we are reacting. Yeah. And that's the difficult challenge, right? When we, every day we wake up, we have to decide how am I going to basically coexist with the world around me? Because you don't just float through life by yourself. There are other people having experiences that you got to run up alongside of, people at work who also having bad days. So the first thing you got to do when you wake up and open up your eyes and you <laughs> thank God that you wouldn't be given another breath. You know how you'd be like, thank for my sound mind, yeah. my body working. 
You got to be like, how, how am I going to attack my day? It's really Intention a conscious all, effort. In, this is a practice. Yeah. This is something that you have to constantly practice and be intentional and mindful about because it doesn't come to us innately. You're intentional. And one thing we can't avoid is interacting with other people. Yeah. And that's one of the most difficult challenges is learning how to not react to other people. Mm-hmm. My, you, oh, you my, look this up, is a practice with my coworkers. You they, look up and then you know why? Other people's shit will be affecting your mood. You be all caught up in their shit. Yeah. What's going on with your coworkers? I'm saying like, that's what I felt like um, something that I have had to do in having to do. It, I've gotten better, but there's still area um, of opportunity and room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Not reacting to them. Yeah. You know, we're different. Yeah. Y'all got y'all shit going on and it really doesn't have anything to do with me. Y'all are just y'all. So I don't have to internalize it or let it get me all of my panties all in a bunch. Yeah. The dookie booty. The <laughs> <laughs> the dookie booty. You know, panties all in. Yeah. Yeah. The stank booty. I don't. So I do. I do have to plan. I have had to plan in advance. Like, you know what? When they start today, I'm not responding. I'm not. I'm just an employee here. Because you can't let your external circumstances affect that inner peace. I can't. My peace is valuable. Come on. And I've also had to implement that by setting boundaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, talk about it. I've had to implement that by setting boundaries because I will allow people to have access to me. And when you allow unlimited access, people are just self-centered, selfish, and worried about their damn self. All mm-hmm. that is the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they will come into your life, fuck up your day. With some shit. And t- 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 get on out of here. And then go Skip on. out. Bye. And then go on about their day as if nothing happened while I'm over here in my corner. Yeah. In shambles. Shaking and stirred. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, you know what? Either I need to really master this non-reactivity where I can handle receiving a phone call, a text message, a pop-up, an encounter, or interaction, and not be affected, or I have to implement some boundaries and block, mm-hmm. eliminate the mental health. Something, yeah, putting some boundaries. Because I mean, it's it's a process. So if you um feel like you know what the non-reactivity shit is just too high up for me right now, then you got to. I'm not small. there yet. Then you have to start small, and you can start small by implementing some boundaries. Okay. To limit access to you because you don't deserve. That's the pre-tip. We don't give y'all some tips, but that was a pre-tip. You don't deserve to be dragged and you have to make a choice. Yeah. Make a choice how you're going to respond. How? How am I going to respond? And you know what? Nobody deserves to come uproot your peace. But they do. Like I know, but think about that. I'm about to get mad. (laughs) Don't nobody got the right to just come in and shake your shit up. That's really why we have to make our own decisions as to like, what am I going to allow? Yeah. Because I got to live with me today. Right. Because we can't control other people and circumstances, but we do have the power to control ourselves. Mind blown. And so that's what we need to keep at the forefront. I'm controlling me. And you got to live with you today. Yeah. The whole day. The person who fucking up your day ain't going to live with you. They ain't going to go through what you going to talk to. Mm -mm -mm. I'm done there. (laughs) They're they're not. So let's give some tips, some tips and suggestions so that um, you can start to implement this practice of being Mm non-reactive. Or at least trying. Or at least trying to because it definitely is a practice. It takes time. Um, Hey, she's still trying. Yeah. I'm still trying. You know what I just thought about? One little story. What? Um, Two Halloweens ago. 
we were at a friend's annual Halloween oh, party. Oh, baby. That was great self-control. <laughs> great self-control. And I think that was a little bit of practice of non-reactivity. That was. A woman was trying us. She was clearly under the influence of alcohol, drugs, shit. I don't know. The bitch was out of her mind. Yeah. And she decided to keep antagonizing Jeremy and I for no other reason than, I don't know. She, she was had just crazy. no reason. She had no reason. She kept coming up to us, y'all, saying, is there a problem? And oh you know those God. are fighting, fighting words. words. The, and the only reason why we didn't take it there is because this we was have our respect for the person who went through the party. Period. That's who the we know only closely. reason because inside of me was Drag. a fire burning that wanted to just clock her in her mouth when she kept and saying, is there a problem? Pool. Like, girl, you're going to get thrown in so that So the pool. girl, she kept coming up to us, y'all. She came to us about like three, three times. times. And we had tried to defuse the situation by asking people who were with her like, hey, Get, get your, your motherfucking friend. Get your mans and keep her out of our face because we don't want no problems. And clearly she's inebriated and not in her right mind. So also don't want to beat down a drunk hoe. But, but I it mean, will happen. It'll go. <laughs> at what point do I have to keep being the bigger person yeah. when I'm getting disrespected? <laughs> back to the ego though, right? Yeah, it, it was goes the back ego. to the ego. It was definitely ego, feeling like the disrespect and all that other shit. But she kept saying, is there a problem? And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking... There wasn't one. But now you started one. But there's been one created. Yeah. But thankfully, you know, looking back in on hindsight, thankfully we didn't react and we fuck didn't, her up. Because I don't want to be seen like that. There would there's that would have never been lived down. I don't think they would have been like, remember when y'all beat that girl down at the party and yeah, she was in the pool? <laughs> and you know, it would have been like it would have been like, just stop talking about it. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't take it there. Yeah. Especially because I don't want to be tearing nobody's house up. Don't. And then we would have tore the club up, club up that night. <laughs> tear it up. Let me see you tear it up. Yeah. That, it would have been that vibe. So I'm glad it didn't and go And I there. think that has to do with us being in our right mind as well. Yeah, we were sober. Sober. We were good. I'm like, oh, she's Sober tripping. Sally's. Yeah. Okay, so tips. Tips. Okay. Tips and tricks. Tip number one. Tip one. Go so for it. So if you find yourself feeling angry or upset with someone, before you react or mm -hmm. say or do something that you might regret, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a deep breath and count slowly to 10. So by the time you reach 10, you should have figured out a better way to communicate the issue. Yeah. So that you can reduce an escalation, a fuck up. Yeah, uh, a beat a, down. A, a flashing of tires, busting windows out of cars. Jasmine Sullivan. -y. That's the Jasmine. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Or you don't want to admit? You don't want to admit? Okay, we'll keep that off air. Yeah. We don't want to admit. She's never done that. She's never done. Okay, I have done a little oh bit of destruction. Oh my God, here Not of go. the car, but of public property. You know, a little shake, break some shit off, throw some shit down. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. I've terrorized some shit. Yeah. But I've um, never done the slashing. Okay, but, so if you're still upset after you've counted to 10, you got to revisit the situation yeah, after you one. calm down. You got to be like, you know what? I got to back away. I got to really back away. Yeah. I know that this reaction will not serve my higher self, and I got to remove myself. And some people be like, you know what? I can't talk to you right now. Honor that. Because some people you know, be like, we going to talk. They be pushing the envelope. Yeah, they be like, no, we going to talk right now. I know I've been like, why can't we talk right now? Me too. I'm like, no, 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 but we, we need to. It's imperative that we talk. Talk right now. And it's like, no, girl, just honor that I'm not in the position to, to talk. Because it might go We have left. to have respect for other people. And now with my heightened awareness and my own work that I've been doing, 
if somebody said, you know what, I really can't talk right now, uh-huh. then I would be like, okay. No, no words. No words. No words. So uh, tip two, basically to move from reactive to proactive, again, like we initially said when we opened this up, it starts with the self-awareness. So you have to recognize the problem and identify your personal triggers because everybody's triggers are different. So once you create a plan for that self-management, then you could kind of move through your day a little better. So um, again, identify your tr- your triggers. Is it certain people or situations? You mentioned your job, right? Yeah. For me, a situation would be traffic. I don't do well in traffic. So are you tired? Are you stressed? Do you feel insecure maybe around a certain group of people or when you're doing a certain thing Mm -hmm. um you know monitor or take inventory of what do you feel like on the inside feelings on the inside yeah you know um is your heart beating really fast is there tension do you have fear am i mad angry like if you're feeling this kind of way then we have to tap in and the best way to do that is to shift your response so think about when you're engaging with somebody what is my preferred response how would i like to respond to this yeah you know what i mean um and then focus on that and you can count in your head and use that same tip from number one before you respond like you know what this is a person that i care about i don't want to drag their ass because sometimes we'll just let it rip yeah and some things cannot be taken back they cannot be taken back once they're said once you've said what you said once you've released once you've said what you said, I can't. I can't. You yeah. said some things. But if your preferred response is, I want to respond to my my mom, my parent, my loved one in love. I want to come from a good place. Then that'll help. You know, imagine refocusing like that or being in a situation where you went around some fucked up people and you're like, you know what? I want to admit po- positivity and love, kindness, gratitude, graciousness. Yeah. If you came from that place before interacting with anybody your your whole demeanor would be different when you engaged. Yeah. It would be like, I'm pissed off right now, but that's not who I want you to see. You're not going to get the piss. Uh, and it doesn't mean you're going to be a doormat. No. But it's just that you can reframe the response. The perspective. And a good thing. Um, and higher self is vibrating. A good tip that I, that I um, heard, especially when you're communicating with people via text message, is if you feel like you're about to just go the fuck in on somebody via text, text it, type it up in your notes. You know, sleep on it. Sleep on it. Maybe send it to a friend, you know, if you have a trusted confidant. Confidant. Um, You know, just let it marinate. Wait till the next day. You know, we be so quick, like, I gotta respond right yeah. now. Yeah. And we also feel the pressure from other people, like, I have to be responsive or, you know, and I put that pressure on people too. Like, are you alive? Yeah. Are, I mean, are you kicking? Like, That's I need me. a response. Hello, you must be dead. Um, But just sleep on it. Wake up the next day, you know. And then see, do I still want to send this? Do I want to send still all how of this? I'm feeling? Right. Do I need to say all of this or could it just be left unsaid? Yeah. And sometimes I've been in experiences where I'm like, you know what? I'm taking the bigger, the bigger bitch approach. I'm going to be the bigger bitch here. And I've said less when I wanted to say more. And it's like, wow, look at me. You know, you turn around and you look back on it and you're like, yeah, see, that was me. Yeah, that was she. That was she in that great position right there. Period. Yeah. Look at you with your big girl panties on. Okay, here's our last tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back to a couple, a few episodes back. Don't take things so personally. Uh-huh. Cue the Maya. I mean, the Monica. Don't take it. Yeah, don't take it personal. I just... Being highly reactive often comes from an elevated personal investment. Mm-hmm. You just think 
the world revolves around you. Everything is because of you. And no. Yeah. That's not it. We we can't keep taking these things so personally. You breathe. That's one of our main exercises here. First, you have to breathe. Mm-hmm. Take ownership. Reclaim your power. Reclaim your brain. I, I'm operating. I'm I'm driving this, this boat. boat. Yeah, exactly. I'm driving this boat. Even mm-hmm. though, even if I feel like I'm being personally attacked, I'm going to reclaim my time. Mm-hmm. Reclaim my feelings. Reclaim my power. Shift my perspective. Yes. Just like you said, becoming the subject, becoming a witness and not the subject. Yes. Everything is not about me. Yes, I did get cut off. Yes, you are being a little snappy, a little nasty. Mm -hmm. But most of the times it has zero to do with me and everything to do with whatever you're going through. So I don't even have to feed into this. Yeah. Shifting my perspective. Okay. People are usually clear on what they want from another person. And when we're clear about what we want for the other person, it allows us to take take things less personally and be more deliberate we're being deliberate we're being intentional we're being mindful we're being aware we're being aware yeah and we're taking it slow and take it easy taking it slow is something that is um doesn't get enough credit a true virtue it doesn't get enough credit a true virtue we take so many things fast and i really like it nice and slow come on (laughs) and take it easy i like it nice Oh, stop, Tina Turner. And slow. <laughs> Left a good job. Yeah. In the city. I like it nice and slow. Good. I think we all do. So hopefully that helps you. Another good tool to use during Mercury Retrograde. Ooh, this is perfect for because Mercury Retrograde. It's happening. It's going on. And a lot of the things that are happening are temporary. So if we're reacting to the things that are happening in our lives during this trying period, you might end up worsening something that was going to pass. You might end up making a permanent decision for a temporary situation. Mm -hmm. We don't want to do that. So take this episode, put it in your toolkit, bring bring it out when you need it. Period. And that's on period. And that's on period. So now it's time to pick up a pen. We're dropping a gem. We're dropping a gem. So our gem this week is one that we've shared in the past. Um... A real staple it's for us. It's a staple us. in our home. It's a staple in our skincare regimen. Um, it is. Uh, we talk about it all the time. You've probably seen it on our feed. And I personally talked about it on my story. It's a tried and true. It's for a tried sure, and for true. Sure. We are talking we've about. We've been using it for what? Like two years now? Yeah, just about. Just about two years. Yeah. So it's our 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 lovely homegirl. A homegirl of a homegirl. It's a FUBU business too. Yes. It's Purple and Prosper. Yes. So um, this is the unmasked calm that we're talking about. So the unmasked calm is a calming and soothing mask for irritated breakout prone skin. So it's infused with antibacterial and calming ingredients like organic honey, neem, cinnamon, and turmeric. The best part about this mask is that it's non-drying. So it adds hydration to the skin and it also works as a gentle exfoliant with that little bit of cinnamon. Once you add a little bit of water, you just emulsify it and Great. Great product. Great product. It's made, made without any sulfates, detergents, parabens, dyes, perfumes. Um, all of this these organically products. Organically sourced, small batch made. Yes. Artisan brand. Yes. It's by a like we said, a woman of color. Yes. Um you with can, a sweet spirit, you know that there's some good energy and we juju love, going into your product. We love Tyann. That's the the owner and the creator of Purple and Prosper. Um again, we swear by it. We swear by it every time we have a giveaway. We've given away so many of these unmasked calms. Like, yeah, we like to include it. It's one of those products that once you use it, 
And once you get it, no matter how you get it, if it's gifted or bought, you're going to be, it's going to become a staple. Yeah. So we like to, you know, give out what works for us. Hopefully it works for you. And also the really cool thing about Purple and Prosperous is a very intentional brand. Um, it's again, non-toxic and everything, all the products are wrapped in an abundance of healing and nourishing energy. So there's a special little affirmation on all of the products and the affirmation on the unmasked calm is calmness and peace surround me everywhere I go. What another great tie-in. Intentional. Intentional. So, um, so yeah, check it out. The information will be down in our show notes for the website and also her Instagram. Yeah, and if you live in LA, you can pull up at a lot of the shop kit, shop it, shop stockist, stockist, shop it, stockist. Simply wholesome is one of our favorite places to grab it from. Yeah, pull so it grab it. Let us know if you love it. Um, reach out to Ty. Let her know we sent you. She's a sweet girl. She is. Um, so, um. Girlfriend gag. Girlfriend gag. Feel free to email us if you have anything you want our advice, our tips, or yeah, um, you know. anything you're going, anything you're going through. We haven't gotten any girlfriend gags in a minute. Um, but this is the segment. This is a segment of the show where we would just really dive in, dive in and dissect. Yeah. So yeah, if you have something you want us to shit chat about, make sure it. you email it to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com and we'll talk about it here on the show. Okay. So, yeah, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Don't make forget sure to rate you share and review. It. Yeah, rate, review, share this. Follow us on Instagram. And, yeah, we'll chat with you all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.